All right, so how we're going to do this today is Holly's going to share first. And uh, I just want to say, you guys, I don't know if you know, uh, I am very biased, but I want you to know how, do you know how blessed you are to have this lady in our church? She is super sweet and kind. Um, amen. Not just not just here, but at home too. She really is like that. It's hard for me to get time alone with her sometimes. My kids want to be with her so much. I'm like, hey, come on, I want some time too. I want to share some Holly time. But uh, but anyway, she's very sweet, and uh, um, she's got some stuff to share from Voice of the Prophets. And if if you're hungry and you can draw on the anointing of God in her, she might just say something you didn't expect her to say. It might pull on the anointing in her and draw out. You know, hunger does that. There's things, sometimes some Sundays I come in, and I have my notes. I think I know what I'm going to say. But usually some of the best stuff that I say is stuff I didn't plan on saying. And uh, so also some of the worst things I say is stuff I didn't plan on saying. And it just kind of slipped out somehow. And uh, But anyway, I always pick it up on the rerun, on the replay, or my kids remind me, did you know you said this? I'm like, oh, no, I guess I didn't realize that. But anyway, so just draw on that anointing. And then I have some stories and testament to share because it's, it's easy to watch the news and Facebook and things and get discouraged because it's, it's plastered all over everything what the devil is doing. But we need to make a new source of media somehow, some kind of way of transmitting what God is doing. We need to have a, a, some kind of resource to plaster it everywhere what God is doing because he's doing more than the enemy is doing. We're just not hearing about it. He's doing a lot more than the enemy is doing, but we just don't hear about it. So I got some, some of the stories are wild, some of them are crazy, and I'm going to share about some healing miracles we saw just even this week, and then we're going to pray for you guys. After communion, we're going to pray for you guys, for some of you that need miracles and healing in your body too. Amen? Amen. So let's welcome my beautiful wife, Holly. Come on up. Thank you. He always likes to make me blush before I get up here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how many of you guys have heard of VOP, Voice of the Prophets? Okay, good. Most of you. Awesome. If you have not, you can watch their stuff online, um, what happened. But also, Ryan and I were saying that uh, we've been to some of the VOA, which is in the fall, Voice of the Apostles. And um, I know some of you have come, not many of you. So we're saying, you know what? We're kind of tired of just going us, that you guys need to come. Pray into God, should I go to the next conference? Because it is so, so good. Um, it's the next closest thing that I have experienced to our trips even to Brazil. And that kind of intensity of worship words of knowledge, prayer, impartation, and it is just so rich and just so good to be around people of like faith and also just kind of get outside of our own little bubble. I mean, this is great. We are family, but there's something special when you come together in a big corporate setting like that and you're hearing testimonies of what God is doing all across the land and either, even in other nations. Um, so I just encourage you to press in. Every October is the VOA and every spring is the VOP. So this was my first Voice of the Prophets, um, but it was good. It's a little smaller scale than the Voice of the Apostles, but so good. So um, I'm going to just share some cliff notes from my giant notes that I took. <laughs> so I hope it translates well because um, we just felt to share a few highlights from many of the different messages that we heard while we were there. So I'm not sharing the whole message. So I have scriptures and other things to back it up. If you want more details and you didn't quite get the cliff notes, um, come talk to me. But um, the first one I wanted to share about was a girl named Krista Smith. Anyone heard of her? 
she and her husband both shared in it. I hadn't been familiar with her at all, but she and her husband were amazing. And so um, she shared a word of hope. And so what a perfect season to have hope infused in our lives. Amen. And um, she was talking about uh, Rosh Hashanah, the day of remembrance, and that God remembers you. He remembers us. And um, so she was just talking about being in that waiting season and waiting for your breakthrough. And she was talking about um, two of the women in the Bible who were barren and were believing for a child. And um, they received that miracle in that Rosh Hashanah hour. Amen. And so waiting in those barren places is where God can meet us and bring that breakthrough if we don't give up. Amen. Um, So she had this really beautiful contrast of Ruth and Orpah, Naomi's daughter-in-laws. So um, she, she was talking about Ruth being under covenant and walking in covenant, and Orpah, in contrast, going in convenience. And so we have the same choices in our life. We can choose comfort and convenience, or we can choose to do things in covenant and listen to God's spirit and follow his leading, even if it feels uncomfortable. But that's where we will see heaven open in our full blessing and covering. Um, She talked about Orpah kissing Naomi goodbye. And then, in contrast, Ruth clinging tightly to her. And um, she said, you know, you can actually kiss a lot of people without intimacy. But that clinging, that holding on, just like a little kid hanging on to your leg. Moms, you know that one. They're going to get your attention. They're not leaving until they get what they want, what they need, until they have your face-to-face contact. And so it was just such a neat contrast that she was highlighting. Um, So she said she gave a challenge to the body of Christ of no more kissing Christians. Let's be clinging disciples. And... That may sound a little brass, but it is such a good picture of just going beyond taking that intimacy to another level, walking in that covenant and clinging to Jesus in this hour. Um, It was neat, too. She was talking about we can posture for that with our physical expression, really even just like we did this morning in worship. That was so beautiful to my heart, and I know it blessed the Lord's heart, too. Um, and was talking about the crossroads determine destinies and generations. Um, and you know further in the story uh, where, she, where Ruth meets Boaz, and later, you know who one of her descendants were? Who knows? David. Yep. And who else came through the bloodline? Jesus. Right. And um, this isn't in the Bible, but it's in historical documents. But Orpah, on the other side, one of her four sons, does anybody know who they believe he was? I didn't either. Goliath. Yeah. So what a stark contrast of walking through the covenant, walking through that clinging posture versus convenience and no covenant, no covering, and um, to see covenant wins. When David battles Goliath, of course, he wins. Covenant always wins. Amen. So just be reminded of God's faithfulness. And um, so, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Her husband, Sean, um, he... 
He spoke twice, I believe, and he was just dynamic. So I just picked out a few little things that he said that touched my heart. But one thing, um, he kind of piggybacked on the hope message, but that we're not alone. And he was talking about a remnant of God who is hungry. And also he was talking about prophetic evangelism. So that's something we're kind of diving into more here. And we want to, you know, really nurture those gifts of the Spirit that God's given us. Of course, they're to build us up in our faith, but they're really, we can use them evangelistically. So um, we are going to press into that more. He was also talking about the unusual miracles, and he was reading out of Acts 19. And he was talking about there being an open heaven over our nation for these unusual miracles. And God's been speaking that to my heart too. So we have seen a lot. We have been so blessed to see God move and heal and do amazing things. But He's going to take it up a notch, and he's going to, because the need is great, the harvest is ready, and he is going to pour out some of these unusual miracles. So um, we are going to contend for that. Anybody else want to contend for unusual miracles? How many of you know there will be a big harvest if someone sees something incredibly unusual that they cannot explain away? They will have to look to Jesus. Amen. Um, also, they were saying how everybody has a unique expression, and God needs your voice in this land, your voice, everyone's voice, that um, it was like a beautiful mosaic that if you are silent and think, well, that's just for them to say, or that's just for that person to pray, the mosaic picture isn't complete, that God needs all of us and wants all of us in this orchestrated time for his glory. Amen. Um, Sammy Rodriguez, Ryan talked about him a little bit. He, I just, these guys are so great, but he, if you haven't seen him, I, again, a lot of these speakers were new to me. I knew a few, but a lot of them were new. I had never heard of him, and he's, he does have a big platform. He's in California. He's produced movies. He's been, um, prayer advisor to three presidents, and, um, so God's using him mightily, but he was talking about, um, a prophetic prescription in messy miracles. So, and he made reference to the Bible where Jesus spit on the ground, used his spit with mud, and put it on the blind man's eyes and gave sight to that blind man. And he worded it in a way that I had actually never thought of before. I've always heard people say, restored sight to the blind man, but he actually had never seen. He, was, he had been born since birth. So really, it was giving him something he had never, ever had before. And I just thought, man, that is right. That is actually just above and beyond um, just the way I had, had interpreted. So also he was saying Adam was created out of what? dust to the ground. So Jesus, he actually used the very substance for that miracle of what he created Adam out of. And what is in our spit? What can you actually get tested and find out? Our DNA. So Jesus mixed his DNA with that dirt to create his eyesight. And um, now, do you know, we carry the DNA of Christ in us, right? So we have that same miraculous resurrection power living in us to do, go and do the things that Jesus did. Amen? So 
I love that. Um, Sammy also has a crazy awesome teaching of lions. You can go on YouTube and find it, and you should. Um, he highlighted all these things God showed him when he was on a trip in Africa about the lions, about their roar, their territory, how they market, how their cubs respond, how the enemies respond, and how like the hyena, for instance, their bark can only go two miles. The lions can go five. And wherever their roar touches, that is considered their territory. Not just where they roam, not just where they're sitting, where their roar reaches, um, that can mark the edge of their territory. And um, this part, he was talking about how the roar will also bring the children back. It will bring the cubs back. All the daddy lion has to do is roar, and they will come back. And so he was giving a prophetic declaration of the prodigals coming home in this hour. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, so I love this part. He said, as a prophetic act, believing these prodigals are coming back, turn on your porch lights. For the next 30 days was the challenge he gave. Turn on the porch lights. Just like in the biblical story where the dad is waiting, he's outstanding, he's out looking, expecting the return. So he said, I challenge you, even for the next 30 days, you turn on your porch light and say, come home. Give that roar. Mark that territory. Call those ones home. Um, and he said he felt, and of course, these are all people who walk greatly in the prophetic, but he said to mark the next 36 months. Now, and with a lot of different things that God is shifting and changing and doing, but the next 36 months is what he feels that God is really highlighting. And also in regards to taking back territory in Hollywood, in finances, in education, in government, that we are going to see a big shift. So we're going to get on board in our faith and our declaration. We're not going to talk about hopelessness and this country's too far gone. We are going to get our roar in action with what God is doing. Amen. Amen. All right. I have a few left. Larry Randolph, again, a speaker I'd never heard of. He is absolutely hysterical. He had like 20 points, and I'm not even exaggerating. He, and a few of them, he was running out of time. He's like, okay, we'll skip. Uh, number 12 through 17, and we'll go to this one. And I'm trying to take notes feverishly. And um, anyways, so, um, but one of them, he started off with jump or move out of the way. Again, in reference to what God is doing in this hour. We don't want to hinder what God is doing. So let's get on board, jump in head first, and let's run with it. Amen. Amen. Um, God is the super, we are the natural, and we come together to co-labor we get supernatural results in this world. Um, all of his 20-plus points were a principle of this, a principle of that, and they're all so practical, and I'm sure he could have unpacked each one in a whole sermon by itself. But one of them that I felt God wanted to highlight this morning was the principle of preparation. And this is what God has been stirring this in our hearts here and it's just a confirmation, and um, but a year of preparation. He called it, he said in his church, they're calling it the ark year. They are getting ready for the harvest that is coming. 
So God's, we can't make it rain, right? But we can build an ark. So we're going to do all that we know in the physical realm, whether that's building, renovating, um, training up, getting a bigger nursery, more Sunday school teachers, whatever God says, do it. We're going to do it. And when it's time, God's going to send the rain. Amen. And um, so I, that's, it's just so exciting. It's going to be proportional to what we do in preparation to what he's going to pour out and trust us with. So I want to be on board with what he's doing and receive the fullness of what he's got. I, I also liked how he said, um, he was talking about how don't just do a program because your neighbor church is doing it because that kind of preparation will give you a zoo, not, <laughs> not the ark with the animals all in you know, line how God wants it. But we, we want to partner with how the Holy Spirit is leading and not just running ahead of him. So we're seeking God. God, what do you want us to do in preparation for what's to come and what he's already begun? Um, last one that I'm going to share about was Patricia King. I'm sure you've all heard of her. Um, she is a great prophetic voice, and um, she was just talking about that we really are, guys, on the verge of the greatest move in history. Do you agree with that? I really do. It It is at hand, and God is raising the bar. And so um, her her phrase was, think big. Start small, but go deep, right? We can't just do 50 projects at once. We're going to pick something. It starts small, but we're going to go deep. We're going to do it with excellence, and we're going to do it with everything in us and partner with God is doing. And um, she was talking about the latter glory, and I got her book. I don't know. Some of you may think we've talked about declaring and praying and standing on things, but and I haven't got into this yet, but it's 31 decrees of blessing for your life. So if you want to come look at it, feel free. But um, it has a little devotional, of course, scriptures, and but then it has a whole page of declarations that you can be declaring over your life for certain circumstances. And then it has a, a journaling and activation after. So um, I just felt to share that. Um, now she of all the prophets, also talked about persecution, which nobody likes to talk about, nobody likes to hear. But she said she felt it's coming, and we've seen some to a small degree, but other nations are really in deep persecution, as you know, and it's rising. Um, in India, it's increasing a lot. In Mozambique, um, Randy Clark shared that letters and emails from Heidi Baker, they wouldn't even share just for how gruesome and horrible it is, and it's encroaching um, near their base. And so um, they took up an offering, and I want to let you know that you guys sewed into her ministry. Um, as Plum Tree Church, we gave our personal seed, but we also sewed as a church into their ministry. And even in one service, praise God, they raised 130000 for their needs, because um, they're great. But uh, the part about think big, start small, dig deep, um, she referenced Heidi Baker, how she would just, she just went out to the city dump. That's how she started. And she would feed bread to the kids that were there, scrounging around looking for food. Start it small. But now do you know their ministry feeds over 30,000 people a day? A day. And the need is still so great. So um, we're going to rise. 
We're going to shine. We are going to partner with God is doing in these last days, and it's exciting, and it's an honor and a privilege to partner with God. Amen. So love you guys. That's what I had to share. Okay, well, I um, took zero notes uh, <laughs> because Holly is writing like a book. I mean, she just writes like, a, have you ever seen her? She's writing like 100 miles an hour. I, I can't do that. I'm still spelling like the fourth word, and I'm like, oh, I forget it. I'm just going to listen and maybe go back and listen again. But uh, it's, it has been a few weeks ago, but it was really, one of the things that really touched me was just being in a room with like, I don't know, a few thousand people and just worshiping Jesus. It was just people shouting, dancing, waving their flags, and they were passionately praising Jesus. This one guy, I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, was dancing very awkwardly. And uh, I was like, but you know what? He didn't care. He wasn't looking to be on a camera or in my pictures or, or for my judgment or approval. Uh, he was worshiping Jesus, and that's all that mattered. And I was really impressed with him. I thought that was amazing. Um, but Holly and I got to minister to, we're, we went there. We were feeling like God was uh, going to help us have some different connections. And that was a word I felt like I heard on the way there, connections. I still don't totally know what that is yet. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, if you put that picture up for me, uh, John Ray. We sat with these cute ladies uh, for lunch. A uh, couple days, they had a big tent set outside. They had food trucks you could pick from these different food trucks. You could go for lunch and dinner, or you can go off the property if you wanted to. But um, the lady with the fish uh, to Holly's uh, right, on the left of Holly, you're looking at her, um, her name is Sandy. And when she was 16 years old, she lives in Maryland. They all live in Maryland. Uh, the, the one on the far right, she's 87, I think. And uh, the ones on the end, the green and black, they're mother and daughter. Just sweet ladies. And they were there at the conference, and they were worshiping Jesus. And they were there till late at night, and they were just having a great time. But anyway, Sandy, the one right beside Holly, um, she was in a bicycle accident. She was 16 years old, and she was hit by a car. And uh, she, I think she fractured or did something really bad in her back in a couple of spots and she's been in constant pain for 40 years 40 years constant pain when we were at the table with her she said the pain was i think an eight wasn't it eight out of ten right then while she's sitting there and she was still going to every service and still going to sit in those chairs all day and she was in constant pain so i was like mm-hmm just happened to sit at this one table. I was like, all right. So I, I just felt like faith kicking. like, all right, Sandy, we want to pray. So we prayed for Sandy, Holly and I did. And her back pain totally left. Gone. Gone. Goodbye. Adios, amigos. I mean, it was 40 years, guys. 40 years of pain in the back. So I checked on her the next day. I saw her, and we were, they, they, they were just sweet ladies. They kept wanting to sit by us then after that at every meeting and stuff. And so we were sitting with them. And, and the next day, I asked Sandy, how is your back feeling? She said, the pain came back. I said, okay, how long, how long after did the pain come back? Uh, she said, I think it was about two hours later it came back. I said, so you know for sure God touched you, right, because you were good for two hours? She said, yes, I was good for two hours. I know for sure he touched me. I said, all right, well, let's, let's, let's go after this again. So then I, we, I said, let's have lunch together again today, and I'm gonna t I felt the Holy Spirit say, teach her about speaking to the mountain that you guys have heard. So we don't speak to God about our problems. We speak to the mountain about our God. So I said, you need to speak to that mountain. So I, we, Holly and I with her just said, speak to that pain. Describe the pain. If it's, a not, if it's a dull pain, if it's a sharp pain, if it's a throbbing pain, speak specifically to that pain and command it to go, and it will obey you. And you, just, you know, people think that's weird, but, you know, you speak to uh, traffic lights, 
You speak to your TV when your, your ball game's going on, your team's losing. You shout it, come on, come on, referee. Well, he can't hear you, you know. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, but guess what? The spirit and your body uh, can hear you. And they respond to your voice because God said so. You were created from words. You were created out of things were created by words. Even the dirt that you were created from was created by words of God. So anyway, I got her to taught her about quickly just how to speak to the mountain. And her pain was totally gone, and it stayed gone. And uh, it was awesome. Amen? So let's give God praise. Amen? If you had pain in your body for 40 years, 40 years, constant pain. She was, uh, I think she's a clerk of court somewhere in Maryland. Sweet lady. Went to work every day, still doing all of her stuff in constant pain. And now she's not. So praise Jesus. I got a couple of stories I heard this week I want to share with you guys. I just... You know, it's easy, like I said, it's easy to hear about what the devil's doing. It's easy to look on Facebook or the news and see what he's doing. But we don't always see what God's doing because we have jealousy in the church. Come on, somebody. We have jealousy in the church. We have jealousy in the Father's house, and it shouldn't be there. So we don't share someone else's testimony unless it's our testimony. We don't share their victory because it's not our victory. And it's jealousy and it's demonic. It's not, it's not going to sugarcoat it. It's demonic. There's no jealousy in heaven. Do you know that? You will not be jealous of your cousin or your friend or anyone. You just be glad you're there. <laughs> it's going to be, praise God, I'm here and not somewhere else. You know, but uh, there's no jealousy, and we need to promote the testimonies of the Lord and what God's doing. I think we need our own broadcast stations of just testimonies of all the miracles going on. So I'm going to tell you one. This one's really wild. It's pretty crazy, but guess what? I like those stories myself. Just telling you, that's maybe just a little bit of me, but I like it. So. You know, last year we weren't able to do many mission trips. Bethel Church couldn't do many mission trips, but as the, as it opened up, they started sending their teams around in America because they couldn't go out of the country. And so, not that long ago, they sent a team to Orlando, Florida, and there they just a couple hundred people to different cities around uh, the, the country. And there was a group in Orlando, and they were just looking for people to minister, doing their treasure hunts and praying, asking God for who can they pray for. And this team went up to this man as he came out of this bar. Some of you may have heard this. It was on Chris Valentin's, uh, I think it was his latest podcast. But anyway, uh, the man came out of a bar, and they started praying for him and prophesying over him and just ministering to him. And he, he, he didn't know any of them. He didn't know what they were doing. Just like, they just kept feeling this word like, God's going to bless you now. They kept feeling it really strong, like, God's going to bless you now. Not tomorrow, not in a few minutes, but I mean right now. And they're just still proclaiming this over him. And this black Escalade comes around the corner and rolls down the window and throws a wad of money out and hits the guy right in the face with it. <laughs> a whole stack of bills, just like, and just hits the guy right in the face with it. And they go, you see, we told you, God wanted to bless you right now, right now, boom. So some money went flying everywhere. They're picking it up and hand it back to the guy. And he goes, what do you think? He goes, I don't know what to think. I just got hit in the face with money. I'm like, what is going on? You just came out of a bar, right? So uh, they're still saying, I just really feel like God wants to bless you now, like right now. And he's, he's kind of stunned. And the black Escalade comes around the corner again, loops another, and then boom, and throws another load of money, hits him in the chest with money. Are you okay? All right, God, God's okay with money. So he hits him in the chest, and the money goes everywhere, and uh, it's blowing down the road and stuff like that. And they're like, what do you think? He goes, I don't know what to think. And they're like, he goes, well, I'll tell you what. If, if that lady over there picking up all that money that blew down the road, if she gives me the money back, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that this is probably God. 
And the lady gathers up all the money. She brings it to him. She goes, I believe this is yours. And she hands it back to him. He's like, he didn't know what to do. And he's still like standing there stunned. And the Escalade comes around for her third time. He goes, wham, and throws another thing of money. Hits him again. He falls down on his face and cries out to God to have mercy on him and gets saved right there in the bar parking lot. That's what's going on right now in America and around the world. God is using anything that he can, anyone who will be obedient to him. Can you imagine a person with the money? You want, what? Wait, you want me to do it again? Like, I thought, I thought, I thought that, was like, that was my lunch money or whatever. That was, <laughs> who knows? It could have been drug dealer money. We don't know whose money it was. The point was the matter. They did what God told them to do, and that man got saved. Hallelujah. I think it's awesome. Then another one, the, it was also in Orlando. There was girls uh, driving together in a van, and uh, they were just praying and worshiping Jesus, just having a good time with the Lord. And all of a sudden, the heavy weight of God's glory just rested on them in the van. Now, we've all experienced this to a degree, but maybe not quite to this degree. But I pray that you do. I pray that I do, okay? So the girl driving the car had to pull over right away because she knew, like, I can't drive like this. And uh, a guy, they had a caravan of cars, and they had a guy come up and take over driving. They get back to the hotel, and uh, they, were, they were, like, trying to help this girl. There was, like, five or six, I think it was six girls, if I remember right, six girls in this van, and uh, none of them could move. They couldn't move. And so the first guy goes in, and they're not, they're, they're, he, he, he uh, made this clear. They were skinny girls, okay, the very skinny girls. He walked, this guy, big guy walked up, tried to lift her up. He couldn't move her can't budge her. That's weird. Two guys tried to lift her, couldn't move her. Three guys tried to lift her, could not move her. It took six strong men to move one skinny, scrawny little girl to lift her. Like, we can't carry her to the hotel like this. She's too heavy. It was like the physical, heavy weight of God's presence was on her. So like, what are we going to do? Like, the guy's like, well, hey, look, there's one of those uh, baggage carts over there. Let's get one of those. So they literally went over and got a baggage cart from the hotel, wheeled it over to the van, and loaded six of these girls. I don't know if they did it all at once or one at a time. And they took them up to their room and because uh, they couldn't walk. Now, guys, that's weird, isn't it? But, you know, God's a little more weird than we think that he is. Like our definition of normal and God's definition of normal, they're not probably the same. There's going to be things that happen in these last days that, would, that could possibly offend your mind of this religious box we've boxed God into, this cookie-cutter thing that church life does sometimes. But if you read the Bible, God consistently did weird things that were just like, What? How did you do that? How did you make a hammer float? I mean, how did you, like, he just does stuff. So I just want to encourage you guys that the glory of God is coming. It's here and it's coming. It might not look like that for everybody. It might not be like that for everybody, and maybe it will, maybe at times. But there's more than that. It's for them to have an encounter with God so their life will be changed. Amen? Now, that makes somebody wonder, huh? They like, think that they're faking that. And you, you go try to pick them up. <laughs> you try to move them. Couldn't budge them. So... Another story I heard, what God's doing, this is uh, Mario Murillo. He's got a group of pastors in California meeting, and they're gathering under these tents, and they're praying, and they're, and they're praying and interceding for, for taking California back for Jesus. You know, they have the city of angels. They have a lot of, they have Azusa Street happened there. They have a lot of rich heritage. Um, Amy Simple McPherson, I think, was there too. They have a rich heritage of California, and the enemy has tried to steal that state for his glory, but uh, he can't have it. Amen? He cannot have it. He cannot have it. Amen? He is a loser. 
Jesus is victor. He is the winner. And so he's, these, uh, he's training these pastors and praying for them and anointing them. And they're going door to door, knocking on doors and witnessing for Jesus. Old school style. Knocking on your door. Do you, know, do you know Jesus? And leading people to the Lord. And they're believing God to take back their state. Instead of complaining, oh, there's no hope. Oh, get up off our butts and do something. Amen. Can I get an amen? Can I get a what, what? Can I, are you here? Come on. If it's going to be done, it's going to be done by us. It's the bot. I'm telling you, it's us. We can't watch it on TV. We can't expect someone else to do it. It's us. It's our state. It's our town. It's our county. It's our children. It's our families. It's us. Okay? So I'm speaking to everybody here prophetically. Get up. Get up. It's your season. Don't wait for 10 prophetic words. It's your season right now to do this. And they're, they're, I'm glad I don't live in California. Amen? I'm glad, but they, they called to be there. They're anointed to be there. There's many anointed men and women that live there, and they're pressing in and believing God for a shift in that state, and I'm going to agree with them, amen? And we're going to believe for a shift in our state, too. We're going to believe for a shift in Governor Cooper's heart, amen? Bless him in Jesus' name. The hand of kings is in the palm, the, the heart of kings is in the palm of God's hand. He can shift them any way he wants to. Isn't that what the word says? I pray you shift Governor Cooper's heart. And all of our governors and senators and house leaders and, and politicians and political leaders. But more importantly, I pray you shift the hearts of the pastors. I pray you shift the hearts of the church that is dead and asleep and complacent and just expects everybody else to do something while they do nothing. That's, in, that's not normal family life, guys. That's not kingdom family life. It's the family of God doing family stuff together. Amen? So let's all do it. Let's give ourselves a kick in the seat and get up and go. Amen? Rev that engine again. It's time to go. Are you guys okay? All right. I'm sorry. I'm a little fired with this, but I believe God wants to use you. You might not believe that God wants to use you, but I do believe God wants to use you. I do. Every one of you. Every single one of you. No matter how old you are, everyone. So uh, I've got a few stories I want to share again. I was thinking this week I ministered to seven nations this week. I didn't even leave home. Uh, and this is crazy. What a, what a season. This is uh, USA, Canada, Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania, Malawi, and Zambia. And uh, BTM, that's Pastor Henry's TV station, is now working on expanding into uh, South Africa, which I'm not sure how many um, actual countries that would include, but at least South Africa. And it's just absolutely growing and expanding, and it's amazing. <laughs> Praise God. So Thursday night, Holly and I were on a show with my friend Jeremiah, in Nova Scotia, Canada, we grew up together. My dad and his dad pastored churches like 20 minutes apart. We were in elementary school together. We were in Bible college together. We were the starting backcourt. He always says this. We were the starting backcourt for the running revs. That was our running, like reverence, running revs. We copied the running revs. But anyway, do one, we called rebels. But um, we were ministering there. I was teaching on if he can, if he will, just say the word. Which some of you may have heard me teach on before in uh, healing service. And I had, we had, the most I saw watching uh, Thursday night was 20 people. And uh, none of you, just saying, but 20 people. And you guys were all busy, but 20 people. And were, I had 13 healings. We saw 13 healings and 20 people there. Isn't that not wild? So I'm sorry if that made you feel bad. I wasn't trying to make you feel bad, but you weren't watching. I know I don't watch every time Marshall's on or we're all busy, but... Anyway, but it was 20 people and 13 healings. So this lady, Patty, this one's hilarious. She said, 
I added, we, Holly and I were given words of knowledge. My friend Jeremiah gave words of knowledge. And uh, they said, uh, she said, I added my husband for prayer for lower back and knee. He woke up for work and asked how, I asked him how he was, his back and knees were, and he started bending very well. So the dude was sleeping. He worked late shift. He was asleep. His wife put in his name for, in, the pr- in prayer chat for prayer requests, and God touched his knees and his back while he was sleeping. Do I need to share this somewhere else or what? Come on. Amen. Did you hear what? It, he was asleep, and God touched him. And then a lady named Iris said, uh, my knees are healed, and my husband's pain, uh, she, and she declared, my husband's pain is gone in Jesus' name. This other lady, uh, Jill, had headaches. They were completely gone. She's had them for a long time, and she struggled to the point of having migraine-type headaches, totally gone. We had words of knowledge for that, and she felt, said she felt revived. A girl named Affy said her pain, back pain was gone. There was a man in Zambia watching. It's a set, we start at 7.30 Eastern time, and it's seven hours ahead in Zambia. So the guy's watching at, I don't know, what is that, 1.30, 2.30 in the mornings, whatever that is. Uh, and he was healed of, he said he had experienced the symptoms of appendicitis, and now the pain is completely gone. And he also had pain in his mouth and in his teeth. It was totally gone. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, another couple watched the show, the recording the next day, and uh, her husband, Matthew, had been having pain in his neck for several days, and the pain instantly left as he watched. Uh, Jeremiah, my friend, his wife had pain in one of her knees. It was totally gone. A girl named, uh, oh, this was cool. I had a word of knowledge while I was sharing about uh, someone having oppression. I just felt the heaviness on my chest right here, and I felt like God said it was oppression. So I prayed for this girl named Rhoda, and she had been to worldly counseling for a long time, and in her words said she didn't get any help for it, and she said, bam, tonight, today was my first session with a new counselor, and bam, tonight I'm totally set free. (laughs) Amen. She got a new counselor, the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friend, uh, Mo Diggs, you guys heard me talk about him. His mother was on uh, the show, and she, her back pain was totally gone. She's, I believe, in her 70s. Her back pain was gone. And then Holly, you want to share what you ministered to Patty at, on the phone? Want to tell him that? Um, Patty Berenger, many of you know her. She's been here before. But um, she had hernia surgery, and they told her the day before she they said, oh, this is a very risky surgery. And she's like, oh, I just thought it was something simple. But anyway, she had the surgery the next day, and she has been in constant pain since. Um, Nine out of ten is what she said her constant pain level is. And so, one, I broke off the word curse of that. The doctor is saying that there's all these risks attached, broke that off in Jesus' name. And two, just um, told that pain to go, and it left her immediately, and she had no pain at all. Amen. Amen. So we're not, uh, we're not telling you these stories to, we're telling the stories to praise Jesus. Amen. It's to tell you stories because you, I can't heal anybody, you can't heal anybody, but you can through Jesus. You can through Jesus. Amen. So I want, we've been hearing so much negative stuff, and I want to hear some good things. Amen. So what we're going to do is we're going to take communion together and remember our covenant, just like Holly mentioned earlier. We're going to remember our covenant. Then Holly and I are going to release words of knowledge over you and believe that God's the same this morning as he was on Thursday or last week or whatever day or whatever, okay? He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
So if your word of knowledge doesn't get called out, you can still take him at his word because words of knowledge to me are like a springboard, a launching pad of faith to say if God's touching people, he's touching me too. Amen. So if elders, you guys will come forward. We're going to prepare the Lord's table for communion, and then Holly and I will give words of knowledge to you guys after that. Mark must be in nursery, I guess. Okay. That's that's fine. He's serving. Amen. He's serving. Those kids need Mark back there too. So praise God. So uh, I'm going to pray, and we're going to partake of communion together. Uh, Just come up and receive. We'll have people standing here and here. And take these elements back and hold them. We'll take them all together as a family. But think about as you take them, Jesus says, surely he took your sins and he carried away your diseases. So in the same way, you have a bellboy can kind of carry off your luggage or take it up to your room for you and that kind of thing. It's like he carried it away. He carried it off. So spiritually speaking, he already did this for you. He carried away your sickness and disease and your pain. Now, that's what the Word says. Amen? Your body might be screaming something different, but that's what Jesus said. That's the whole thing we're talking about with dealing with our doubt and unbelief, right? We have to deal with it and renounce that so we can actually receive what God wants for us. So when you take this, I want you to take of the broken body in the shed blood of Jesus, these tokens of that, for you. And picture your stuff, your pain, your sin, whatever it is, on Jesus at the cross, on him. It transferred over to him, just like it, it transferred to the scapegoat in the Old Testament. It transferred to Jesus in the New Testament for you and for me. Amen. So God, I thank you. There wasn't one part of us you didn't think about on the cross. You thought of us spiritually, spirit, soul, and body, all of us. And surely, means verily, verily, truly, truly, he says that he took your sins and he carried your diseases. And by his wounds, by his wounds, not your wounds, by his wounds, you have been healed. So God, we thank you for that. I thank you that word is for today, for this morning. And God, we just take these elements now and set them aside from common use to holy use. And I pray there be supernatural release of miracles as we partake. As we partake. As we remember our covenant. In Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you guys to come and receive.
Amen. His body was broken so yours can be made whole. So take and eat this and do it in remembrance of him. covenant could be made with animal blood that was unbreakable that was never ending how much more of the covenant we have through the blood of Jesus the very blood of God that became man let his blood be poured out for you and for me to prove to you how much he loves you but also to solidify the covenant that he has with you through Jesus forever, forever, forever. Hallelujah. Let's take and drink this in faith and knowing that though your sins were like scarlet, you have been made now white like snow. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God. Our sins being forgiven is a pretty big deal. Amen. Healing of our body is a pretty big deal. Our emotional health is a, is a big deal. All your shame, he says, he took on himself. So you're still walking around with shame. You don't have to. Because guess what? He bore it. But you're going to have to give it to him. Don't be known by your old name. Don't be known by your old mistakes. Be known by your new name through Christ. Amen. All right, words of knowledge. Okay, don't tune out yet, okay? Uh, we're going to see God move. I felt like um, someone had an issue with your right big toe. Anyone here having trouble sometimes with your right big toe? You have? Okay. Well, praise God. All right. Um, then I felt um, heel of your foot. And I thought it was like the left one, like the heel of your foot. Someone have trouble with the heel, back the ball of your foot somewhere? Anybody? Uh, I wasn't sure, but I thought it was left, but it can be left or right. Okay. Both both you guys in that. Um, this one's odd. I've got a few I've never had before. This one is, um, I just got the word tongue. And I really don't know what God means by that yet. Maybe you do. I don't know if you have trouble with bad language or if your taste buds haven't been restored since COVID or if uh, you have a sore on your tongue or, or all three. I don't know, um, but if that's you, someone here have an issue with your tongue, let me know. We're going to, yeah, online too, you can type it in the comments. First one so far is big toe, right right big toe, heel of your foot, uh, and tongue. So that's you, we're going to pray for you. This one also was new. I heard brain flashes, brain flashes. I didn't even know it was a real thing, so I Googled it. And uh, it's actually electrical shock um, sensations in your brain. And they're not necessarily dangerous, but they uh, can be annoying and even wake you up in the night from these definitely impulsive, uh, like electrical current type thing going through your brain. So if that's you online or somebody in here, you have that once in a while. It, like I said, it's not dangerous, but it's um, annoying and it bothers you, then let me know. Like put your hand up or waving to me or something, and we're going to pray for you.
You had that sometimes? Okay, awesome. Well, guess what? God cares about you so much. He, he told me that. Something I never even heard before, so praise God. All right, then uh, this one was different. How he even gave it to me was different than normally t- normal too, but I felt uh, a heart issue. And then he showed me, he said, look around the room, and I saw the word heart written on a thing. Okay, more than one, a couple. Okay, I saw the word heart, and he said, look around the room some more, and I saw another sign of Holly's over here. It says, uh, you know, laughter does the heart good like a medicine. So when I pray for the hearts, I'm going to be praying for a release of laughter. You can laugh now, you can laugh later. God looks at the enemy and laughs. I'm just telling you, you're being good company to laugh. Uh, so um, praying for that to be healed. Then I had a knee pain, somebody, bat- somebody battling with knee pain. I think there was two or three. You are? You are? One, two, three, four. Okay. Five. Uh, I had heard lower back pain. One, two, three. All right. It's going to be a good day, guys. It's going to be a good day. Praise God. I guess God knows you guys pretty good. As I didn't know any of these about you guys. So, <laughs> so uh, and the last one I heard was jaw popping and clicking. Jaw popping and clicking. That's you? Anybody else? Okay. Okay. All right. We'll cover that too. Holly, you have someone to share? I want to tell you someone who's really good, gifted at this too is, is Aaron Tallman, but we'll have him uh, share on another day. That guy can get words of knowledge like wild. So, uh, and usually they teach you know, do very specific words of knowledge. But this first one I have is very generic, but allergies. I sat down to get to just listen to the Lord about words of knowledge, and instantly I stuffed up. I got sinus pressure, and I was like, well, I am writing that one down. So any allergy sufferers, amen. All right, amen. See, God knew. Yes, amen. Um, and then weirdly, I stopped hearing God's voice, and I was like, well, this is odd, because usually, you know, I hear these, and then I was like, oh, you want me to say that? So I felt like God was saying, this one's not for healing, but just, uh, are you having trouble in this season hearing God's voice? He wants to break through. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. All right. Then I heard pinch nerve, lower back, left side. Back. Pinch nerve, lower back. Amen. All right. All right. And then I heard kidney damage, kidney failure. All right. Praise God. All right. Woo-woo. All right. Um, then I heard dark. Celebrate you have kidney issues. <laughs> Celebrating God's going to do something awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, I heard dark depression. Anybody struggling? dark depression. God wants to break through. All right. If that's you even later, yeah, if you don't want to put your hand up, we're going to pray for it anyways. Um, I heard sensitivity to light and or loud sounds, and I feel like it's trauma-related. Sensitivity to light, loud sounds. Yeah, and online, of course, yes. All right. Um, Two more. Heart palpitations. I feel like it's recent. Heart palpitations. Amen. All right. Amen. And um, I heard stroke victim. I saw a lip. I saw a toe. Just not fully functioning limbs. So stroke. All right. Any comments coming in? All right. We're going to release it anyways. Ready?
I'll say uh, to um, even if someone watches this later, that one man was healed of back, uh, neck pain, and he watched the show like a, a day or two later. So uh, if they're watching it later, that's okay. The same healing virtue is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I'm going to declare these ones that I have, then Holly's going to pray, declare the ones she has, and we're going to believe God for the results. Amen? Amen. So Father, in Jesus' name, I command this issue with the right big toe to be gone now and forever. Thank you, Lord. I feel the Holy Spirit. It's much more fun to pray when you feel God's presence with you. Amen. I, uh, I pray also for the healing of the heel of your foot, left foot, and right foot. Be healed in Jesus' name. I pray for an issue that someone has with their tongue, whatever that is going on here or online. Issue with your tongue. Be healed. Be delivered. Be set free. In Jesus' name. I pray uh, for those brain flashes, those electric shock sensations going through your brain. I command it to stop right now in the name of Jesus. I cancel that assignment off your life and those nightmares to be gone in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. You just love us so much. And Father, I pray for those having heart issues. Laughter does the heart good like medicine. So right now, just receive the medicine of the Lord. Receive the medicine of the Lord. Right where you are, receive the medicine of the Lord. Hallelujah. Laughter does your heart good. Does your heart good? It's good. Be healed in Jesus' name. I just break off the labels off of you. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. And uh, knee pain. Father, I just pray for uh, left knee, right knee pain. Knees, be healed in the name of Jesus. Cartilage, ligaments, bones, whatever else is in there, be healed in Jesus' name. I speak to pain. I command you to go. Hallelujah. And as I'm praying these things, you guys can just move and check out your body if you can and expect God to do it. Amen. Uh, lower back pain. How's it feeling, Pat? Is all the way good or just some good? What about your heel? Praise God. Got two already. Um, knee pain. We're praying for, did I just do knees? Oh yeah, I'm on lower back now. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Laughter does the heart good like some medicine. I think I'm getting some. Praise God. Might be morphine. I don't know. <laughs> you guys okay? <laughs> Praise God. God, I pray for lower back pain right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whether it's pinched nerves or static nerves or something with one of the um, vertebrae, hip flexors, be healed in the name of Jesus. Everyone, back pain, go. Go in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I need to take that right now. Hallelujah. 
yeah, someone take hold of that. I'm telling you, God's releasing it. Hallelujah. Whether it's back pain or whatever, just receive in Jesus' name. Yes, God. Hallelujah. I feel like Kenneth Hagin right now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Touch in Jesus' name. Touch in Jesus' name. Yeah, be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, be healed. Be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's see. I got another one here. Oh, yeah, jaw popping and clicking. So, God, I pray for those having jaw issues, popping and clicking or pain. Be healed in Jesus' name. I say the end. The end. You're over. Gone. In Jesus' name. Amen. Holly, you want to? Right, and I speak to allergies in Jesus' name. I just speak right now. Stuffy noses be open. Sinus pain drain. Go in Jesus' name. Sensitivities, allergies, seasonal or full-time, we evict you now in Jesus' name. Go. Go. I thank you that God made all good things for us to enjoy. We will enjoy every season. We will enjoy all foods. So I just, again, declare a breaking off of allergies in Jesus' name. And I speak to ears and hearts that are having trouble hearing God's voice in this season, in this hour. I just say, heaven be open over you, over your heart, over your ears, in Jesus' name. I thank you for just a divine connection like you've never had before to hear his voice, the whisper voice in the quiet time, the singing voice over you as you drive, the loud, loud, even audible voice. I say, ears and hearts be opened to your shepherd, your daddy God, in Jesus' name. To pinched nerve in the lower back, left side, pain go in Jesus' name. Nerves be released right now in the name of Jesus. Angels of Plumtree, I charge you to minister to my friends right now. Life and healing virtue flow. Life and healing virtue flow. Top of your head to the soles of your feet in Jesus' name. I think he's still working there. I'm going to linger for a minute. I even speak to sensations that you have not had for a while to be rekindled. I breathe life, the life of Jesus, on your nerves your limbs, toes, legs, hips, full body right now. Be restored in Jesus' name. And guys, I know we've talked about our well right here, but there's something special about it. So if you have need that you just want to draw on the Lord for, I encourage you to just even in faith come up here. I've pictured several of you up here just receiving of the Lord. And um, at VOP, Steve Swanson in his spontaneous worship was talking and singing about uncapping wells. And um, so we have one here already, uncapped, released, and 
the anointing is really strong. So even if you, in your own quiet time or before after service, want to come up here, that there is a special anointing in this house, in this place, and specifically right here, where we do have a river, we do have a well, and that may sound strange and bizarre, but sometimes those unusual things of the Lord are, but we can tap into them by faith. Amen? Um, dark depression. Partner with me, guys. I just speak to dark depression in Jesus' name. I say darkness go in the name of Jesus. Depression break right now in Jesus' name. I thank you for the joy of the Lord, the strength of the Lord, the peace that passes all understanding to guard your heart, infiltrate your being, your household, your children, your family. In the name of Jesus, hope arise. Hope arise. Hope arise. I speak to kidney damage and kidney failure. Be restored in Jesus' name. I speak a reversal of any damage now in the name of Jesus. We just do. We just release the DNA of Jesus that flows through us to any damaged kidneys. Failure, I say, just reboot and function fully as Jesus created you to do. I speak to sensitivity to light and loud sounds, and I believe it was attached to trauma. So I speak to trauma in Jesus' name and say, lift, lift, trauma lift, and brush you off in Jesus' name. I thank you for um, just a regular tuning in of light and sound in the name of Jesus. I speak to heart palpitations in Jesus' name. Heart function normally. Steady beat in the name of Jesus. No more palpitations. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And any stroke symptoms, stroke victims that are having problems with their limbs, their lips, their toes, any limbs, any part of their body not functioning fully because of a stroke, we just, in the name of Jesus, break off all those symptoms, all of those occurrences in your body, and release the life of Christ to you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. If you haven't already, guys, and it's something you can test out, just feel your body, test your body, move your body, see what God is doing. That is your faith in action, partnering with the word of God released over you. Amen. So if it's you, move your toe, your heel, your tongue. Whatever you got to do. If some of them I know you can't probably check out, but if you can, check it out. And then if you, you can tell a difference since we pray for you, I want you to put your hand up, leave it up if we can see, so we can see and testify uh, what God has done. Amen? So we know Pat already feels better with his knee and his heel, so praise God for that. Amen? Can you tell with your toe? You can't tell yet? All right, stomp it a couple of times and tell me what it feels like. I'm, I'm serious. Go ahead and stomp your toe. And check it out. Um, anyone else? Lower back, uh, joints, jaws, whatever. Check them out. I know for sure God touched people, so I'm going to encourage you. Let us know. Oh, yeah? Sinus pressure is gone. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who else? Nathan? 
Awesome. Praise Jesus. Someone online healed of deep pain and toe pain. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Graylin? Knee pain's gone. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Who else? I know we have more than 20 here, so we had 20 and 13, so I'm thinking we probably have quite a few more here still. Go ahead and check it. If you got to get up and move, we had a girl honestly doing crunches on the floor one day, checking her back. She was doing sit-ups, and God had healed her of something with her pelvis, uh, tailbone. And uh, yeah, how amazing is that? She's checking it out. So she got on the floor and started doing sit-ups. So if you got to do some sit-ups, push-ups, I don't care. I just want to know God touched you. I want you to know that God touched you too. Amen? The devil's going to try to make you doubt it later, just let you give you a heads up. He's going to try to make you doubt it. Who else? Knee pain? Who got, who got touched in their back? Okay. Awesome. Is it all the way or is it partial or partial? How far would you say along is it? So when this morning on a scale of 1 to 10, what was it, you think? What do you think it is now? Well, that's awesome. Praise God. All right, who else has back issues? I want you to, is it better now? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Who else had back issues? It was four or five of you guys. Have you checked it and it's still hurting or do you feel relief or what? Still hurting? Still hurting? Much better? How much better? Okay. If you're having back pain still, whether it's better or all the way or some, just please just stand up for a minute. Nick had back pain too. Okay, just stand up. Our backs are super important, aren't they? They're very important to us doing, picking up our kids, to our groceries, to everything. So uh, we need healthy backs. So, Father, I thank you for what you've done already. Healing of knees and toes and heels and just all kinds of things, God. And God, we just command these backs to be healed in your name right now. You gave us power of attorney to use your name, and we're using your name right now. In the name of Jesus, I command these backs to be healed right now. Every single one of them. Every one of them. Not, not a 30% better, not a 50% better, but 100% right now in Jesus' name. Static pain going down your left side of your knee. Go in Jesus' name and don't come back. Don't come back in Jesus' name. Pain, go. Now, I want you guys to move it some, bend it, twist it some, uh, just do something to check it out and see how it feels. So it was a three. What is it now? All the way? Thank you, Jesus. Who else? Yeah, that's right. Check it out. Yeah, move around. That's good. Amen. This is family time. Amen. You're good. Check it out. How are you feeling, Debbie? Is it the same as it was before? How, who else is going on? Matt? What is it? What is it? Stiff or what? A dull pain? What is yours? Is it, but is it, like what kind of pain? Is it sharp or dull or pulsing? Aching? Okay. Okay. Okay, how much better would you say? Halfway. Sweet. Thank you, Jesus. Were you up for back pain, Clara? Huh. Okay. Okay. 
Amen. Amen. When it comes, speak to it. Command it to go. Daymark, were you up for back? How's yours feeling? Okay. So it wasn't hurting when you started, but it sometimes does. Okay. Who else? Nick? How's it? All the way? Uh, we need someone to keep track of what's going on. Count all these. So, um, amen. If you haven't been touched all the way yet, celebrate all you can when someone else gets healed. I'm telling you, when you celebrate that, what's going on with Cheryl? Almost all. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. All right, well, let's pray. Who else had knee issues that are still bothering you? I'm going to do knees and backs again. Anybody? All the knees are good? Hallelujah. What percentage are you at for better? 90%. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Um, Father, in Jesus' name, I command all dull pain to go, stiffness to go, aching pains to go, knee pain leave all the way in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We've tapped into a healing well. Amen. Of God's glory. Amen. In Jesus' name. And those of you that we didn't call out your condition or issue, I want you to take hold of uh, what God's doing in faith. Not faith in what I said or didn't say, but faith in what Jesus said, what his word says. Amen. Laura? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Keep moving. Amen. Anybody else? Okay. How's your knee now? All right. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, so what we need to do is we need to make sure you tell somebody, okay, what God did for you. you got to tell somebody because when you don't tell somebody, you're going to be so much easier for the enemy to steal what you've received when you don't tell somebody. you got to hear your testimony. And plus, what I was saying before about the, all the enemy stuff is being out there. we got to tell the world what the God's doing for us and what kind of stuff God does. Amen. You feel that one? Um, I just feel to pray. I don't know if anybody in this room has um, not ever received Jesus as their Savior or if it's someone online, but I just feel like um, God wanted to extend the invitation. Of course, it's open any day, any hour, but I feel like he wanted us to just pause and see, is there anyone who has never prayed to ask Jesus into their heart to make him the Lord of your life? And if it's online, write it in the chat. I'm going to pray. And if it, it's for anyone, you can repeat after me in your heart out loud. But Father God, I thank you for salvation that you purchased on the cross on Calvary through your son, Jesus Christ. God, we do admit without you we were sinners, dead in our sins, our trespasses. 
We believe that Jesus is your son, that he died on the cross. You raised him from the dead. Three days later, victorious God. We receive salvation through that blood shed for us. And we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord God. And we, if this is you praying, confess it with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and he is your Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, why don't you guys stand? I'm going to pray a blessing on you, dismiss you. If you're still having some pain, you can come up to the front and see us, stand in the well. We'll pray for you some more. But God wants you well. I said God wants you well. Spirit, soul, and body wants you strong in the Lord, the power of his might. He wants you emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy, and physically healthy. So I just bless you in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you, God, that signs always follow the preaching of your truth, the preaching of your word. They always do. And so, God, we just thank you for that. And I just declare health, wholeness, healing, restoration of all things over everyone here. Restoration of all things. Restoration of all things. Restoration of all things in your body. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Shalom. Shalom, peace of God in your spine. Shalom, peace of God into your body, into your mind. In Jesus' name. Let there be life. In Jesus' name. And I pray, God, that you would set all of us on fire, that the world can watch us burn for your glory with passion, with commitment, without laziness or anything else like that. But we'd be willing to lay down our lives for you. Our energy, our resources, everything we have to lay down at your feet. And God, we give you all the glory, all the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. God bless you. Be blessed. Be healed. Have a wonderful day.